0: You're good. All right. Okay. So I'm going to share a story within a story. So basically two stories that happened the exact same night. Um, And of course they have to do with the first crush that I ever had, um, as well as ended up being somebody I fell in love with, my first love. Um, But this is at the beginning. Like this is like the first two weeks of me knowing this gentleman. His name was Derek. Um, We... (laughs) So we're at his house hanging out, um, and it started the night off where I was like, ooh, he's really cute. Oh, my gosh. Um, And we're outside on his balcony just talking and hanging out, and um, uh, he lived in an apartment complex, and across the way there was another apartment complex, and this lady was staring at us. And we were like, why is she staring at us? And we were looking at each other going, what's going on? So he put his arm around me. I don't know exactly for Ooh. what point. Yeah, I don't know why, but he put his arm around me. And little, little me is like, oh my gosh, he put his arm around me. Um, and we're sitting there and she's still staring at us. And he's like, I think we should kiss. And I just went, uh-huh. <laughs> And um, he leaned in and we kissed. It was super cute, super innocent. Um, Let alone, he didn't know this at at that point. That was my first kiss. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we kissed. And then it was like, we looked and we literally looked at this lady and she just like grunted and went back into her room or into her house. And then we just finished our conversation on the balcony. Like nothing ever happened. However, my heart was like, oh my gosh, he just kissed me. (laughs) Um, and in the same night, um, so I had my first kiss. Oh my gosh. Super cute. Super happy. Um, we're still hanging out. Um, it's a lot of his friends and stuff are there. We're all hanging out. My friends are there. Um, we're all hanging out and he, I kind of, I do this thing where when I'm around a lot of people, um, I separate. And I did that at that point. So everyone's in the kitchen talking, having fun. My best friend's in there. She's just like the life of the party. And I just kind of felt a little, uh, and so I went and laid on the couch. Um, I just was, I just kind of wanted to be in my own space. I wasn't sad or anything. I just was like, I just wanted to separate a little bit. And i the way I'm laying on the couch is I'm laying on my stomach with my feet in the air and, if you know me, or if you know me and didn't know this about me, I am extremely ticklish with my feet. Um, and I have really strong legs. Uh, I was big back then, I'm big now, like <laughs> I'm really strong <laughs> and my feet are extremely ticklish and I'm sitting there on the couch minding my own business and Derek comes walking up, I have no idea he's there. He sits on the arm uh, armrest and proceeds to tickle my foot in the air. Well, without him knowing it, I'm extremely ticklish. I kick him dead in the eye. Oh. <gasps> and not like, oh, it's cute. He just got kicked in the eye. Like, no, he fell off the couch. <laughs> and the next day had a black eye. <laughs> kicked him in the oh. eye. And mind you, an hour before this, I had my first kiss with this man. Um, <laughs> I was mortified. I was dying inside i was like god why did you do this to me and god's probably just laughing going this was great i couldn't come up with this myself (laughs) actually could he made it but like it was mortifying and he just got back on the couch sat down and goes i'm never doing that again (laughs) i just i was like like almost in tears apologizing to him and he promised me it was okay and for the rest of um, our time being friends and everything, he, he, he called my feet weapons, keep those weapons away from me, <laughs> things like that. Um, but yeah, that, those are, that's like my, my first interaction with a crush that was really great and really bad all the same night. Um, hopefully he forgave me.
1: <laughs> this is the New Life Youth Podcast. I'm Rachel, and this is Mallory Turpening that I have with me. She's pretty amazing. And we're going to be talking about insecurities and confidence. So, Mallory, you're pretty awesome, and you work with junior high and high school students a lot, and you spend a lot of time with your students, and you get really invested. Do you ever get tired of us?
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, um, but um, no, I, I don't. I I love you guys, like, you're like family at this point, I mean, I, I love you guys, and I know how challenging and how confusing high school, and especially junior high is, <laughs> and that's, I mean, my heart's for you guys, like, uh, I wish I had somebody that would have invested in me, and I look at it as an opportunity and a privilege that God allows me to be a part of your guys' lives and your story. Um i
1: tearing <laughs> up a little bit, That was Aww. that was so sweet. So, I think a lot of us struggle with the worries about what other people are thinking about us and what other people are saying about us, and we get caught up in, like, well, gossip and all of these things, and um, how do you remain secure and teach yourself not to worry about what everyone else is thinking?
0: Oh, um, it's hard. (laughs) To be honest, it's super hard. This isn't something that uh, it took me many years. Um, the, I mean, you know me well enough. I love myself. I love my body. Um, and I don't let other people's opinions affect me to the best of my ability. Um, but it's it's hard. It's something that it took me knowing and loving myself mm-hmm. um, and seeing the beauty that God created me to be. Um, I think over the last few years, that's really what stuck out to me is... I look in the mirror every day and I smile because God created me as I am and loves me as I am. And no one can take that away from you. Um, God created you just as you are. And so fully believing that and hearing that are two different things.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But it takes you looking at it and knowing your relationship with God and seeing the beauty he created in you um to definitely make those opinions change of yourself because it starts with you. Mm-hmm. And then like with gossip and stuff, um it I flee from it. Like I literally be like gossip and turn around and walk away from a conversation um just because it's so damaging. It's so it's so hard to um recover from what other people say. Um and it's it's hard to forget what other people say to you about others mm-hmm. um, so I make it a point and I'm not perfect I have screwed up there's times that I've said things about other people and I'm like whoa this is not okay and I'm, I make amends and I apologize for the wrongs that I do um, but it's taking that being convicted to be like I'm not going to let this stand and when I hear gossip I I like to be the force that stops it and I'm really thankful that God gives me a confidence to stand up and stand mm-hmm. up for what's right and actually do that. That's good. I think a
1: lot of like our own gossip and that comes from our own insecurities mm-hmm. and when we look in the mirror and we have like a hateful thought about ourselves or something that's destructive and we're just tearing away at our own image mm-hmm. at our own selves and the thing that God created. What um... What's, like, a thought that you, or, like, a mantra that you keep in your head to keep yourself going or to um, combat these thoughts? Um, Is there, like, a verse or just something, a phrase that you keep in your mind?
0: I I keep a phrase that God created the beauty in me. Um, It's something that when I am having insecure days, because... We all do. <laughs> um, even even misconfidence, that is me, um, has days where I look in the mirror and I don't see the beauty God created in me. And I just, that's when the world and that's when, that's when, how do I put it? That's when, like, evil thoughts and, like, things that get into your brain that are just not of God um, that start to tear you down. And recognizing that is really huge. Um, And, yeah, that's, I mean, pretty much that's what I do. I look in the mirror every day and I smile and I'm like, thank you, God, for this day, but thank you for creating me as you have. Um, And I I find it a privilege that I actually, for someone that isn't the typical American beauty, that isn't what society states is beautiful, that I can still see the beauty that God created uh, in my face and even in my body, so...
1: I think as we um, we look at insecurity, everyone's always focused on the media, mm-hmm. and they're blaming the media, they're saying, oh, this is the media's fault, this magazine is saying mm-hmm. this is what beauty is, and it, it is a big piece, yeah. this is what we're putting in, and um, what we put in, you know, develops what comes out. And so, um, are there any, like, books, TV shows, songs even, <laughs> that you would recommend just like as a as an anthem to changing the conversation about what we should think about our bodies or just something that, you know, helpful to put in?
0: hmm Um, so I'm not huge on reading, so books are usually not my go-to, <laughs> as everyone who's ever met me knows. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's more of, like, there are books, and if that's, like, where, how you learn, and th- there are many self-confidence books out there. Um... I like to, it, for me, it really started with putting myself out there and recognizing the beauty that God created in others. Um, I used to do this thing uh, when I was younger, and I still do it today, but it's a little more embarrassing now, um, where if I saw somebody who was that I believed was beautiful and I saw the beauty that God created in them, stranger whoever it was, I told them. And it wasn't a big, there was no, nothing that I expected back. There was nothing that I was like, um, there was no expectations going into that conversation or if there was going to be a conversation. Um, All it was is that I just went up to somebody and said, I see the beauty in you. And your your hair is beautiful, your clothing, um, your smile, any aspect that I saw that was beautiful, I made sure to let you know because... When someone takes the time to let me know that I'm beautiful, it changed my world. And being able to do that for others gave me more self-confidence, which is weird mm-hmm. enough, and helped me recognize the beauty that God created in me. So I, the songs and stuff, I'm I'm huge on what you put into yourself is what you get out. Um, I don't have any, like, there's a, you know, body positive songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are some, and I just don't have them on my head. I like to listen to songs that inspire me to be happy and enjoy. If a song can make me dance and it's about a positive so- subject, I'm all for it. Like, um, there's a new, um, it's a little conceited, but the new Megan Trainor song, Me Too. Like, I, I would, haven't heard it. you haven't heard it, I love it. Uh, it has super sick beat. But in the beginning, she talks about like seeing this beautiful thing and it's her. And then she gets conceded You Should Be Me Too, which I don't really love. But her, her aspect of I see the beauty in myself in the song, and it's super snappy and super fun. <laughs> I know that's an old person word, but, like, the beat is sick, and I'm just like, I love it. And so I sing it way too much. And But it puts me in the right mood of seeing the beauty that's in me. And I don't know, I just, uh, I, I think what you put in is important, but, like how much you enjoy it and what you get out of it is more important than what society says and what you should get out of it
1: that's really good that's good to hear (laughs) i think a lot with like the using putting yourself out there to gain self-confidence i know that's like a super big thing the other day actually a few weeks ago me and a Peter Glitch and Micah Nazarino we went to visit some churches in Seattle mm-hmm. and we made these card roses. These roses out of cards. are really cool. Micah's like a master at <laughs> card stuff. And um, Micah and Peter were like, we do this like all the time and we're going to do this challenge and you have to hand the roses out to people of the opposite gender mm-hmm. in the same age group as you. Mm-hmm. And um, I know Anna, she's like red faced right now yeah. just thinking about it because it made her like kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it was a nerve wracking thing and you know, you just you're afraid of rejection and mm-hmm. what if what if they think that I'm like trying to flirt with them mm-hmm. and I'm not and then they just reject me and I'm just trying to be nice and mm-hmm. uh but it's a huge build up of self confidence to just be able to be like, Hey, here's this rose. Have a nice day. You're beautiful. Yeah. Here you go. It's just a such a big thing. Mm-hmm. And if you can't talk to other people at in like random situations, how are you going to talk to them in the situations that matter?
0: Yeah. Or how are you going to talk to yourself? That's true, yeah. Yeah, um, I did it at summer camp. I think both of you were a part of it. Um, one of our groups, I sat there and went, um, and I want everyone to find someone they don't know and tell them they're beautiful. And run around and do it. And... The, the, it's terrifying to do that, but if you think about it from the other person's standpoint, like, what would you do if someone came up to you and generally pointed out that you're beautiful? How would that make you feel, and how would that change your day? And when you think of it from their aspect of what you're doing for them, I think not all of your fear, but a lot of your fear disappears, because I know when somebody goes out of their way to let me know that they see the beauty God created in me, that it means the world to me that it changes my day for a little bit better. And so thinking of that for you, um, for younger people, as well as for pretty much anybody, being able to acknowledge the beauty that God created in people changes their day. Because I know when I tell you you're beautiful, you smile. And it lights up your day because you know I truly believe it and that the love that I have for you is shining through it. And, yeah, there's just it changes a little bit of your day, which will change somebody else's day.
1: I love the idea of, like, building other people up, and I love when people do that. It's just so touching. Mm-hmm. It really is, and as you were saying, like, it just lightens your day. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, I think one thing we were struggle with, though, is, like, receiving compliments mm-hmm. because everyone's uncomfortable and they're like, oh, I don't want to seem conceited. I can't say, oh, thank you. I have to say, oh, no, I'm not. No. I'm not. How do you? Um, how do you take compliments and... Be able to see them and say, "Yes, I am beautiful," and handle it in a way that doesn't seem conceited. Like, what <laughs> do you do? Um,
0: I think it comes from your who you are. Um, there's the oh, it's of course it's of course you think I'm beautiful, but then there's the thank you for recognizing that in me. That that it's it it is okay to see that you're beautiful. Um, regardless of whatever anyone says, there's, conceited is thinking you're better than someone else. Like me thinking that I am more beautiful than you is conceited and wrong. Um, But me, that me seeing the beauty that God created in me is confidence. I don't think I'm better or more beautiful than anyone else. I just acknowledge that God created me beautifully. And I love that people recognize that. And I think that's, that's where that comes from is conceited people think they're better than someone else that, well, yeah, I'm more handsome than he is. I don't compare myself to others. Um, that's a really dangerous game to play. (laughs) And I, I don't, I I do my best to hold myself to the standards I set and what God places in my heart. Um, with other people, I wish them the best and I love them where they're at. Um, but I don't put, I'm not going to put my standards Mm -hmm. On you, I'm not going to put I and I vice versa. I'd like you not to put your standards of beauty on me. You know, um, seeing being able to accept a compliment is allowing someone to bless you. Is the other thing of um, it's it's little less common in like compliments, but like if you think about it, in like somebody offers to buy you a meal. You know, and you're the one that always buys meals. Well, when you deny that person from being able to, you know, purchase something for you or give you a gift, you're taking away their ability to bless you. Just like as if you wanted to buy lunch for a friend and they said no. Well, now you took away someone being able to bless you, or that opportunity was taken away from you. Um, Being open and honest and loving, as long as it comes from a good place, of not being conceited or just trying to take what you can. But if you actually take it in a genuine thing of like, I was, I actually thank God when someone compliments me because I'm like, thank you, God. I needed that reminder. Maybe I didn't see that today. Or thank you for letting somebody see the beauty that you created in me. Um, You know, it all points back to Jesus. I mean, that's kind of the whole point, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it all points back to Jesus and, you know, maybe God's, trying to remind you of something you don't see in yourself. So, why would you deny it? Why would you tell God no? Boom. That's, like, my like,
1: mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Mic drop right there. Um, well, I think you've given us, like, a lot of really good things to think about. And I think another thing that we forget about is, like, emotional confidence. Mm-hmm. And... We can gain physical confidence, and we can become comfortable with ourselves, but then it comes to the part where you have to open up to people. Mm -hmm. And I think especially with guys, like, they're told, hey, you gotta be a rock, you gotta hold it in, you can't tell anybody what's going on, Mm -hmm. and then if you do, either you're weak or you're looking for attention, Mm -hmm. or you're just, like, putting yourself out there too much. How do we avoid, like the these stereotypes about being emotionally vulnerable and how do we prepare our hearts to be open mm.
0: um that's a great question um no it is it's um it's not an easy answer it's yeah. i don't think of it as we avoid those stereotypes is that we exceed them we we go past them because try Trying to just like oh well we're just going to banish all stereotypes. It, it real, realistically, it's not going to happen. Yeah, but having the confidence to be yourself and trust in God will change stereotypes. Um, there's a uh, there's a male student that I know that um, is seen as sensitive, but his strength in God. Um, it just changes it, it. It changes the stereotype of that. He's weak into no, he loves God and trust God so much that he can be vulnerable. Um, I think vulnerability and I struggle with it. I really do. It's hard for me to um, minus a summer camp to really bear all. Okay. Um, and those are walls that I need to break down. But when you have a full trust in God the insecurities of what can happen or what are they going to say or what are they going to think disappears because all you care about is what God wants. And God wants you to share things that are hard. God wants the situations that you've been through to um, impact others. God can take the evil and turn it into amazing things that can change other people's worlds. Um, So being vulnerable emotionally is very difficult and it takes a very secure sense of who you are Um, but I mean as like gossip and stuff goes I mean if you think about it like your fear is far bigger than the reality Mm -hmm. Um, your fear of what are they going to say what are they going to think in 10 minutes they're going to forget (laughs) because just as you're in your head about oh my gosh what are they thinking about me what's going on person next to you is thinking the exact same thing and when the when everyone in the room is only thinking about themselves (laughs) and what their interpretation of how people are going to think of them you don't really have much time to think of other people yeah yeah and could be concerned about how they act or if they're sensitive or if they're not um you you don't really take the time to think about it and it doesn't stick with you forever i mean my story in the beginning might but I mean It's <laughs> hard for life now That's okay It's life And I'm your it. But um, Being able to just How do I put it um, Being able to just be yourself Only helps people it, it only It only allows God to use you further When you're trying to hide up Who God created you to be When you're trying to shadow it Or be Mold yourself into something else That God didn't create you to be there's not much you can do with that. When you're struggling so hard to be someone else, when God's trying to pull you, I'm like, no, but I created you to be this way. I love you as you are. Um, it's hard. It's hard to be a blessing to God but not be the person he created you to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's where friendships and stuff are super important. Um, I always tell people, like, don't, don't tear each other down, even as a joke. Um, I catch myself doing it, and every time I do, I feel horrible because even if it's joking, it's still in the sense, especially someone who's insecure or dealing with the security issues, it tears them down. If somebody makes a weight joke around me and I'm not in the right mindset, it actually affects me that day just as much as if somebody told me I was beautiful that day mm-hmm. So you, you may be struggling with confidence. But building someone else's confidence up will impact change your confidence and will change, I don't know, I just, I think of it as arrows out. Like, as you're building confidence in yourself, God's creating you to be confident for others and to boast them up and make them see the potential that God created them to be. Um, And, I mean, if we are all the same, it'd be a really boring place to live. That is true. But... The beauty that God created in you and who you are is amazing. And I can't be that person, nor would I want to be that person. Because God created me and my own crazy, weird self, you know? It's
1: really, really big to think about, like, the arrows out piece and the way that we build our confidence. A lot of it has to do with building others up. Um, I think you gave us some very applicable action steps on putting ourselves out there and just ways to look at it. Um do you have any final tips
0: for us? Um look in the mirror and if you don't if you don't have confidence in yourself go stare in front of a mirror and ask God to show you the beauty in you. And try to find one thing you think is beautiful. And pray about it and then the next day try to find two. I remember when I was a little girl about 13, I found 0. There was nothing about me that was redeeming and I started with I like my eyes and it turned to and don't focus on what you don't like find something else well then I liked my nose because it's cute and then I found the confidence in my smile and then I moved on to my strong hands and my strong legs and taking that first step of looking in the mirror and seeing how God created you and why will change your world